0: Welcome back to another episode of Behind the Baron. I'm your host Rip Ripley. Joined in the studio today by my co-host Tom O'Hare. How are we doing, Coach? I'm doing
1: good. A little dreary out there today. I know that's affected some of the uh, scheduling this mm-hmm. week. We've been lucky so far, but mm-hmm. we knew it was going to catch up with us. But you got to squeeze those things in because we got to get these playoff seedings figured out and stuff like that. So yeah. happens every year. But uh, mm-hmm. yes, I guess we'll discuss where our, our teams are heading into this yeah. final finish.
0: Yeah, you know it's it's we like you said we have been kind of lucky on the weekdays. You know, as a you know on the weekends I like to I try to go golfing. I enjoy golfing a lot, and so I like to go on the weekends. Well, it's been raining every Saturday. It seems like in the past two months, like every time we go to play, me and my buddies, you know, it's almost always bad weather on the weekends. But during the week, we've had really good luck with weather. Right. Well, this has flipped the last the last week and a half, and it's been raining. Got kind of those those whatever April showers have been hitting us pretty hard here at the end of April, and um. You know, it does change things. It makes us have to move games around and, and move stuff, and we will get to that a little bit. Luckily, we were actually able to play most of the th- games this week. Um the, the big one, and we'll talk about it off the jump, is the, the, the track meet. <coughs> Excuse me. The, uh, the region track meet that we had to move um, from Wednesday. So our, our region track meet... A little bit more goes in the coordination of that, right? It's not just a single right. game where you've got two teams and you play for an hour and a half, and you're talking about a four- or five-hour event, and we got everybody here on Wednesday and, and got everybody, you know, we kind of looked at the weather, and it's like, okay, it's going to start raining, a light rain around 5 o'clock, and then, you know, maybe a little bit heavier around 7 or 7.30, and so we're like, well, let's see if we get all the field events in. Start the, We moved the running events up to start at 3.45. We, you know, we, we the hard part is we actually had some foresight and tried to adjust, and then... I'm literally making final call at 3.40 for a 3.45 start time, and it starts raining.
1: And, and we had some schools coming up from Charleston. From Charleston, yeah. yeah. So it was
0: our region plus the Charleston region are together in, mm-hmm. in our region meeting. So we're like, huh, okay. So we kind of paused. We covered the pole vault mat up, cover the hydrant mat up. Uh, the coach reporter God came over. We are standing there for about 15 minutes. It just rained, rained, right. rain, Pretty pretty, pretty hard rain. Um, and we were sitting there. We're like, all right, what's it doing? We pulled the radar up, and – it still is saying on the radar that the heavy stuff's not coming down until about five o'clock.
1: Right.
0: And he's like, Look, you know, and, and you know, he and I talked for a while. He's like, Look, I'm not going to sit, you know, we can't sit here all day and wait and wait and wait. We got to get back to Charleston tonight. And let's, you know, let's, we can wait for a few minutes. Let's see if it clears out. We can run some and then, and then go from there. And it didn't until uh, I announced that the meet was going to be postponed, uh, at which time the light, rain did lighten up a little bit, like right. almost instantly. And then, um, and then, you know, but but then a really heavy, Poor came through, we had some lightning and stuff around 5.30, so we would have had to lay there anyway, so it wasn't as bad as we were thinking it would be rain-wise, but it still would have been a really, really rough night, especially those Charleston schools. And so we moved it to yesterday. Well, looking at the forecast for yesterday, for Thursday, it looked even worse. I mean, it was thunderstorms all afternoon it was pretty, on the forecast. It was pretty bad weather. Yeah. And then, you know, but it kind of missed us here in Sumter a pretty good bit. There was a little rain It through, came through around 7 o'clock. Um, but it kind of missed a little bit. But we are able to run it on Monday, we're hoping, obviously, weather permitting. We're going to have one last shot of the region meet on Monday. Uh, and the state meet for track will be next Saturday.
1: So uh, what happens if you can't go Monday? Do you, Is there a day where you say – we just aren't going to be able to have a region meet because mm-hmm. you cannot have that meet too close to your state meet. Correct. What would be the, the, the one day you would say, okay, we just can't have our I th- It's meat. Monday. It Monday. is Monday? Monday's our last day. Okay. Yeah, I
0: think, I think we, we probably could go to Tuesday uh, and not affect training too badly for Saturday, to be right. honest. Uh, But we've kind of said, hey, Monday is going to be a go or no go on Monday, and then we'll kind of go from there. Yeah,
1: you know the dynamics of this I'm sure you're familiar with. When you are hosting an event with Mm -hmm. many schools and weather's a factor, you probably have some coaches who are saying, oh, no, let's get it in. Let's try to get it in. We want to come. Then you have other coaches who are like, well, we don't want to come up there for two hours and then they mm-hmm. get canceled. And there you are in the middle, no matter what you do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. somebody's people yeah, are going to yeah, yeah. get mad at you. But I think you have a good enough relationship with these other coaches. Hopefully, yeah. they've been in your, in your shoes before. I, I know cross-country was always hard like that to um, – Try to predict the weather. I mean sure. weathermen can't do yeah. it. Yeah. Much less how are we coaches gonna be able to sure. do stuff like that. But um,
0: yeah, the hard, the 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 funny thing is the people who are usually most understanding are the few schools that host meets. Right. You know, and that right. and that was kind of true the day, like Hugh Knight down who's the head coach at Porter Gow, they host a lot of meets I and mean, he's like, Look, it is what it is. And he's right. like, you know, I hate it, but we understand him. He's like, We had to cancel a meet two months ago for the yeah. same thing. You know, he's like, I get it. Um, you know, one of the coaches that doesn't they don't host their school, but he hosts like a little club team. Mm-hmm. He's hosting meets. He was kinda like, Yeah, what are you gonna do, right? Maybe it's raining. Right. There were a few other coaches little they, they were like, no, we can run you know, the one, one coach said he wanted to run you know, can we just run the 3200, say? <laughs> he was like, because I got a kid. I'm really trying to qualify that. Yeah. And we were like, dude, if we play that game, we're here all day yeah, then. Because yeah. we're all trying to qualify kids. Because
1: every school
0: would have, have that one scenario. Race exactly. to and so and that's what we were trying to explain to them. And and I and I get the disappointment and the frustration, obviously, of not getting to run. Because we were all here and we were present and um, all that. But uh, you know, that's the way it goes sometimes. But hopefully Monday – You know, for our region especially, you know, we kind of do a bigger deal out of the region. We we want the region to eat something special. It's something that we have our kid – you know, you have some kids that are qualified for region but aren't qualified for state. So this would be their last meet of the year. You've got some kids that are trying to catch on and qualify for an event. You've got some, you know, different scenarios that are playing out. And I think that um, that region meet is important. Now, again, you don't want it to be where it conflicts with your state meet. And so that's where I think that, you know, ultimately – down the road, um, you know, we we can't get too close to that state meet next Saturday. But um, we're hoping to get it on Monday.
1: And let me ask you a couple questions in that regard, putting your roster together for the Mm -hmm. state meet. You have qualifying standards uh, Mm -hmm. for the events. Is there a limit to the number of individuals you can put in a specific event? Let's say if you have seven guys Mm -hmm. or girls that qualify for the 3,200, can you run all mm-hmm. seven? They can all now, run. the problem with that is individually, they can only participate in four. Correct. Yeah, so each, you've got each to one gets four events. Yeah,
0: each one gets four events each. You, we do have a limited entry still in Skeeta, which I agree with. I think that if we have a standard, and right. if, if you happen to be the, the fifth, and we talked about this for our region meet, for example, because you know back when, when Bruce Lane was coaching here, I was in orange prep, and, and for a while, there were some of the coaches in our region that wanted to do it where only your top four got to go to region. In any event. And you know, we and really, and even as Orangeburg, when I was in Orangeburg, it actually hurt Wilson Hall as much as it hurt us, because we had the biggest two teams. I said, Mm -hmm. We're hurting ourselves because we have better programs, whereas I could be the the second best runner over at you know whatever academy. Right. And and because I'm number two on my team, I wouldn't be tenth on this team, but I get to run in the region because I go to this school. What if that tenth kid at my school says well, this stinks. I'm gonna go to this school and be the two runner, you know? And so and that and so we talked about that, and we've we've had those theories back and forth. But yeah, when Skiza. You meet the standard, you go to state, bottom line. So, but,
1: but your coach can only put you in four events. In four events, and, correct. And, and, and including a relay counts as a whole event. As a whole
0: event, that's correct. Yeah, uh, so that, that. – that. and then you have to figure, okay, if i got seven kids in the, in the 3200, mm-hmm. you know, only the top six place. you know, really that's in right. theory only one or two are going to place. But it's still getting that experience and getting them to run at state. And, you know, a lot of your your top-level point-scoring kids, like we kind of know what events we're pushing them right. towards. And then other ones are just people that are qualified and we're happy for them to run and compete um, – um, you know, we do have a few kids who have qualified in more than the f- standard four events. Um, you know, for example, I know that um, Tucker Burnett, Tucker Burnett, a, a track uh, golfer on the side as well, but he's actually qualified in the hundred, the two hundred, and the four hundred as well as long and triple. And, and he's on the four by one team. And so we, you know, kind of figure out, okay, well, here's the event we think you'll have a better chance to score right. points or have a better chance to compete at a high level. Here's what you're better trained for right now, and, and kind of make that. De- decision
1: there. And I do think that that is a a clear distinction between cross-country and track. Mm -hmm. In cross-country, there is no team dynamics. You get your seven fastest people and you put them out there. Mm -hmm. In track, you may have to take your third best 400 meter runner Uh and save them for the relay. Correct. You know, and things of that nature. So it's a little bit more strategy involved. Mm putting together your team for the track that would be yep. across country. Now, I did want to add one more thing before we go on. You were talking about these schools who don't host the meets. Mm-hmm. They tend to be the ones who complain about the <laughs> decisions made. Yeah. I've always thought if people had to referee games,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> you know, fans, yeah. coaches, uh, I think there would be less people complaining. Oh, for sure. About, uh, and it's inevitable, the passions of the game. People yeah. coaches and fans are going to, you know – have moments where they're not happy with the refereeing. But I would say 95, if not Mm -hmm. 99% of the people who are in the stands and maybe some coaches who complain about refereeing, if they had to get out there in front of a gym of 500 people with 250 people screaming for this team, I think they would (laughs) think twice about how they conduct themselves during games. Not 100%, because there's some irrational behavior when you get involved with passion. But, okay, so we're ready for time. One more thing before we move on. Now, yeah. I was in Charleston. Uh-huh. I'm changing the subject real quick, but I want to throw this in. Went down a little soccer tournament. that uh-huh. um, Had a bunch of kids from Wilson Hall playing yeah. and other schools in Sumter. Rain interrupted. Yeah. <laughs> My wife and I drove down to watch two games, and we watched the first game yeah. all the way to Charleston. And then the second game, it got rain out. It's funny, we went to, to Mass at, at a mm-hmm. cathedral downtown mm-hmm. Charleston, yeah. and it was funny when we but before the next game. And it has stained glass windows. And all of a sudden, you couldn't see the stained yeah. glass. And I'm thinking, uh-oh. Yeah. So we get out. Games canceled. Yep. And, and so they had to play sacked. But we, we had to go to James Island. And, of course, mm-hmm. you're from Charleston. Yes, sir. And I've talked about, I remember I was at a cemetery in Rochester, New York. When I was at a teacher's conference there. And there was a Ripley mausoleum. Okay. Uh, I think there was some other place I saw Ripley. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a place in Charleston I passed, I think, in James Island. It was mm-hmm. called Ripley Point. Mm-hmm. Are you familiar with that? Yes, sir. And is is there a connection
0: There's to the Ripley? Any, anything, unfortunately, in in Charleston that is named Ripley that has money is not related to me. Oh. Unfortunately, so the marina, oh, uh, the point, none of that. Unfortunately, those are those are some different Ripleys somewhere. Okay. Um, yeah, all, everybody always asks how they come back because Ripley Marina is right there by Porter Gowd and by right. that California Dream, and everybody loves to go to. Yeah, and I always come back. Is that your family? I was like, I mean, it'd be great if it was like we, you know, probably wouldn't all be school teachers, but well, well
1: that's the difference <laughs> between you and I, oh, I would tell people, oh, yes, that was my grandfather. (laughs) You know, know, it's funny. There's an O'Hare Airport, one of the world's Mm -hmm. largest in Chicago. And we – it's a fascinating story. I don't have time to tell you why it's called O'Hare Airport uh, relative to Al Capone and organized Mm -hmm. crime and things. But we we can claim distant relative. But my grandfather's name was Edward Joseph Mm O'Hare. Well, the father of the man that the airport's named for – was ever Joseph O'Hare,
0: oh. but they're not exactly <laughs> not the, the same, same one. Person. Yeah, <laughs> but
1: it is funny to have that. Oh yeah, name. always. Yeah, so everywhere I go, I see a Ripley. There you go. We're we, we're
0: everywhere. What can I say? Um, we're trying to help that. Got all the little Ripleys coming along. The little kids just trying to oh, be yeah. popular. Ripley name. So. Um, well, yeah, so we'll move over to, uh, to some softball real quick. I know that Coach Alexander and her group, they played uh, yesterday and defeated Hammond, I believe. They had Seven, a game three. on Tuesday and beat Trinity Collegiate, uh, a yeah. region opponent pretty good. So, um, you know, looking, eyeing that rematch with Lawrence Manning next week. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a really big match on Tuesday of next week for them. The JV plays Monday, Varsity Tuesday, 5 o'clock at Patriot Park. Um, but, yeah, it, it, were you able to watch any of softball games yeah, this I, week? Yeah, I
1: went out Tuesday. Um, they have unfinished business, as you mentioned. They still have a big game with Lawrence Manning. They have another game with Trinity Collegiate. Mm -hmm. But they came out hitting. They were hitting line drive. It looked like people driving golf balls to me, the way they were slashing the ball around the plate. You know, and I was talking to their coach. We talk every now and then. Um, Last year, when they played Lawrence Manning the first time, it it was not a close game. Mm -hmm. But every game got a little bit closer as they progressed. And, and, and even Trinity. Trinity's not a bad team. Yeah, They hurt themselves. They miss some balls mm-hmm. in games. that they're probably, There were three yep. or four balls that you play next time. Trinity probably yep. catches those balls. Mm-hmm. So even though, I don't know what the score was, 14-3 mm-hmm. or 13-4, whatever it was, I don't think they can expect either the second time to play Lawrence mm-hmm. Manning or the third or fourth or fifth time yeah. or the second time they play Trinity, third, fourth, or fifth time perhaps. The games will be as lopsided as sure. they were, somehow their challenge is going to be down the road. I I truly believe having to win closed games. Mm-hmm. And when you've won, beat a team by 10
0: yeah.
1: or nine, and then all of a sudden you go into a sixth or seventh inning and you're either down one or up one,
0: yep. you have
1: to be able to handle sure. that dynamic. So, mm-hmm. so that's the challenge they'll face. Absolutely. I, I do think, you know, Trinity played Lawrence Manning, I believe, to a 6-2 mm-hmm. game. And I could see that. Yeah. They they had a bad day. Yeah. Trinity had a bad day. And and our girls are good enough that when you have a bad day against us, we're going to make you pay. Yeah. But, uh, but, yeah, they, they feel pretty good. I know the game yesterday, they were up 7 nothing and gave up a few runs in the last mm-hmm. inning. But they hit a bunch of home runs. We talked about early uh, Amberley. Pitching mm-hmm. maybe hadn't been hitting, but yeah. didn't matter. Well, she had a very strong day to play yesterday. Okay. I think she had two home runs. Oh, nice! And a okay. double. Yeah. And, and so, will they get her hot. Yeah, that line's gonna really be tough. Dynamic, to be. but For yeah, sure. some big games, uh, coming, big up games against coming up. Big games coming up. Yeah, Manny. I said next week Entry. after this
0: broadcast, so next Tuesday. Uh, like I said, five o'clock at pitcher park. That big rivalry game against right. Lawrence Manning may have a may have transition over to baseball. May have a baseball game that way day as well, potentially. Uh, baseball playoff bracket comes out today. Had a had a kind of slow week this week as skis is concerned. We played some non-conference games. Our region was already wrapped up um, last Thursday. Uh, I believe the time of us recording last week, we'd already talked about that mm-hmm. a little bit with us winning the tiebreaker uh, to to finish in first uh, on paper uh, with the three-way tie. Uh, so and that was by virtue of. One differential because we had right. beaten a big one over Lawrence Manning really was kind of the game changer in that tiebreaker because everybody else was really close games here and there one point run run two run three run games then uh, we had the big win over Lawrence Manning uh, luckily that they, they kind of put us over the top and so that gives us the one seed from our region but now when you go to the state playoff brackets which again we should find out uh, this afternoon. It kind of goes also to those non-region games a little bit. Mm-hmm. So we played, you know, Hammond. We played, we beat Ben Lippen early on. We lost to Hammond, lost to Carter Newman, uh, but beat Ben Lippen. Um, those games kind of start to carry more weight as we go forward into the seeding process. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, from what we're kind of understanding, we're probably, you know, really the way the bracket looks, Augusta Christian is kind of the clear number one right. team. Uh, two through... Eight, probably. I mean, when you go Hammond, Carter, and Ben Lippin from Columbia, Wilson Hall, Trinity, Lawrence Manning from our region, Pinewood beat Hammond the other day in a big, big win for them. Those seven teams, I think it depends on who's pitching and who's hitting those days. I mean, I think those are really going to be some tight games. Um, And I will say real quick, I did make a mistake last episode. I thought we had gone back to the best of three series. We have not. We're still in the double elimination form. Okay. I know we debated that a little bit. Mm-hmm. I, thought we'd, I thought I'd heard her go at the best of three. I was wrong on that. Apology. Hand up. Admit it when you're wrong. It is, it is sort the of double elimination style. So you'll kind of have two mini brackets that will play double elimination, uh, similar to what we do in softball or, mm-hmm. in, or, in, um, or, in, or in volleyball. And then the winners of those two brackets will play a best of three for the championship.
1: Now, you're talking about how we determine the region winner in the event of, mm-hmm. of a tie. Mm-hmm. That is in black and white, it's mm-hmm. clear cut. You can't argue with the results because you know exactly what mm. the rules are yeah. before going in. And if you don't know the rules, yeah. going in, that's on you. Yeah. What you can't <laughs> do, you can't, as a result, not favor you, yeah. complain about the rules, yeah. and then attempt to change the rules to satisfy you. When they're black and white, it's yeah. like a rule book yeah. in, in the baseball game. You can't, after a guy walks on four balls saying... Well, I think they should walk on five balls. Sure. No, you need to know the rules, sure. right now. Now, seeding these baseball mm-hmm. teams for state, yeah. it's not so black, and it'd Correct. be impossible to do that. Correct. Talk about getting some people mad. Yeah. Oh, they're going to be. They're going to be. And, and, I,
0: and I really think, and I, I'll turn to the tiebreaker thing real quick because there actually was some controversy over that uh, with with the tiebreaker because our region uh, has a set. Uh, it, we have our own. Adopted rules. It is not so the ski, so skis a blue book. Uh, m- right. Many have heard the term the blue book, which is the skis a rule book. Has a a default tiebreaker. Well, back in 2017, now so it's been about six years our region adopted a variation of that. And so right. we changed a little bit. Um, it was reconfirmed. Unfortunately, you know, as we as we got into conversation this week, um, you know, a couple of the coaches had changed and a couple of the ADs had changed and and they said, you know, we've we had a debate whether we were all we we're all on the same page of that, but neither here nor there. We we had the rules in place and kind of that's why that's why I keep the minutes of the meetings every year right. Because then we can go back and reference. Well here's where we said it. Um, but you know that and, and it, I understand the the always open for conversation on that. Um, but I do think that you know, those rules are, like you said, the playoff brackets, someone's going to be – because there has been a lot of, you know, this team beat this team, but That's lost right. to this team, but beat this team, or these yeah. two teams didn't play each other, so what do you do here? And then these two – you know, um, you know there there's some very interesting cases, and there's always – a committee that's formed for each sport
1: mm-hmm.
0: in skis. We talked about that before on the just show, just like
1: NCAA basketball. Sure, um,
0: that sits in the room and looks at the at resumes of everybody, and the rankings, and the records, and, and makes those brackets. And you know, the hard thing is going to be sometimes there's human human element to it. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes it can depend on who's in that meeting yeah. as to how it comes out. And um, you know, at the end of the day, for us, I think you look at our team. You know, we had a we. I think we all know we've got a really strong team. I think we've got a good group of guys that. And again, I think anyone in that two through eight spot has a great chance. And even with Augusta Christian, I think Augusta Christian got some great pitching, but you never know. I mean, a pitcher can have a bad day and you can you can catch him. You just gotta beat him once. Mm-hmm. And I, I really think it's really, really wide open throughout the playoffs. It should be a really entertaining playoff stretch. But I think that, you know, at the end of the day, like I said, we beat Ben Limpin. Um uh, we, we which was a comeback win, if I'm not saying we ended up winning pretty big. Um, uh, but it was a tight game for a while there. We ended up losing a close one to Connor Newman, lost a close, close one once to Hammond. Um and unfortunately weren't able to play anybody in the Charleston region. And so we start looking at that head-to-head. You guys start looking, okay, well, like you said, you win the first in your region. We split with Trinity. We split with Lawrence Manning. Um, there's a lot of splitting going nice. on. You know, Pinewood split with Lawrence Manning. You know, Pinewood beat Hammond but lost to Ben Lipin yeah. and then this team beat this. So I mean, there's a, it is a lot of crossover. It's definitely a, a challenge for that committee to, to do these brackets any of the day it all comes out in the watch. You gotta win games to win the playoffs. Right. So um, you know, and like I said, and really and truly the only advantage would be not having to play Augusta Christian first round because they mm-hmm. appear to be the clear-cut number one. Any of the other schools that are playing each other, it's going to be a tough couple games you got to go through. So, uh, But we should find that out this afternoon, and we'll post that on our social media accounts uh, going forward. Our tennis team uh, tennis team had a big win yesterday. 5-4 uh, over, over Hammond. Actually big enough where those brackets come out today as well. Possibly could have worked our way into the state playoff brackets for tennis. So yeah, yeah. that would be really good for Coach Hartley and her really young team.
1: I'd like to ask Coach McCord about this, you know, who who had been a coach. Forever. Wonder when the last time was that our boys' tennis defeated a Columbia school in tennis. I mean,
0: I that's good question. I think I think we have here. You know, you got to remember recent? the last you know three four years we've been in kind of a rebuilding phase with right. tennis. But um, you know, before that we had a very strong. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I remember that group with Thomas Brown state. and that group has been has been really track, high track, level, even yeah. as. Even as recent as, as six, seven years ago. I mean, I, I watched yeah. this
1: come very close to beating Porter Gow in the state championship mm-hmm. when Thomas, was on, Thomas yeah, Brown was, was on the team. Yeah.
0: And so, so I think that that um, – you know, so it hasn't been too long, I'd imagine. I mean, the last few years have been a rebuilding process yeah. for sure. And that's, you know, with, with Coach McCord is kind of more in an advisory role now. Coach uh, Natalia Hartaloo is our head coach and has done a great job, works over the tennis center mm-hmm. um, and really has the kids playing hard. And again, a really young group that, that you know, and we'll see the playoff brackets come out. There's... This is one of the question marks. We don't know if they're going to take six teams, they can take eight teams. Sometimes you don't really know until you get the brackets out. Mm-hmm. There's a clear jump up to the Porter Gals and Tom Trinity Collegiate right. League. I mean, they're, they're heads and above everybody else. And so sometimes they may say, hey, you know, they don't need a first round game. They get a bye. Some years they can play that first round game depending on the teams below. But but beating him at a really big win for them, that may have actually earned us a spot in the playoffs.
1: Well, I hope so because, you know, even if you go play a Porter team in the first round and you, you probably aren't mm. be able to compete at their level, but it's a step, Correct. another step in Absolutely. progressing towards that. a team that, that one day might be able that to get back to be where able, they were exactly. six, seven yeah, years
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that, that's always, and, and different, you know, philosophies are. You people, but that's my philosophy you can. Too. What do yeah. you say?
1: you got to crawl before you walk, walk. Walk before you run. run. There you go. And, and after you run, next thing you do is die, I yeah, guess. I
0: don't <laughs> know. Or think you can still run when you can't. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, so good. So we'll, we'll post those. Again, those should be out today as well. Uh, the tennis brackets and baseball brackets both out. Um, big night for the soccer team. Soccer team having senior night tonight at Spencer Field, playing Florence Christian, a region game. Um, kind of a slow week for this soccer team this week. They did play um, – they played on Tuesday. Was it, was it the PD? P-
1: PD or Trinity?
0: Uh, uh, Trinity. We beat Trinity, Trinity one, nothing. one nothing. Thank you. Sorry, I'm having to go back in my head real quick. We beat Trinity one nothing, which is a non-conference game at this point because they're four A. We're three A. But um, so a big win, a big win against a Trinity team that usually is pretty competitive.
1: Now Trinity's four A in soccer and football. And yeah, I didn't. I, yeah, yeah. You know, and I'm looking at their scores. What you know, you would see a, a score of one nothing in soccer and probably think, oh, that was a close game. Not necessarily. Yeah. Sometimes a one nothing game in soccer means the team was in control. Yeah. yeah, and, the, yeah. and a lot, you know, the Better the quality of soccer, mm-hmm. the lower the scores on sure. soccer fields generally are, but I'm beginning to see a little bit of a trend with the, with our team. They think they're going to win, yeah you know I, I think they they have the confidence There's mm-hmm. one thing coming in this year I didn't know if they were going to be able to carry over from last year. Last year they believed. And there was good reason to believe because yeah. they, they're pretty good. And they proved throughout the course of the year they could play with them. I know when they beat Ben Lippin in the first round of playoffs and they came and played mm-hmm. Hammond here in that game that I think we lost in overtime. Mm-hmm. But when they took that field, there was no doubt in their minds yeah. they could play Hammond. And, and they did. And I was wondering if they were able to carry that over into this year. And I've I'm, I'm not been able to many games. But I kind of tough based on the two zero mm-hmm. wins, two one, one nothing wins, they they have gotten to the point now where they believe they're going to win. Yeah, and and you know it, it in any sport it is beneficial to have that that feeling of confidence going into a game. Uh, you know, Coach Bartlett called me because one of the things I've, I've done through the years since I st- stopped coaching the team was I go out on senior night and just mm-hmm. say little things. I'm always enjoy. I go to as many games as I can. Just I just enjoy watching the kids play soccer. Uh, but I, he called me the other day, and unfortunately, my wife and I are committed to something tonight. Mm-hmm. Now, we have two seniors on the team this year, mm-hmm. and I wish I could remember. It's
0: Cameron he, Coulter, uh, okay. who's new this year to soccer. I was to say, I yeah, saw he's him Yeah, he in baseball. There. Yeah, Cameron's I, senior. When I
1: saw him at, I said, I didn't know Cameron played soccer. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep, this his first year playing back. Uh, he played growing up, obviously, okay. but then, and then Broadden Galloway.
1: Now, he's a player. Yeah. he. Yeah, of course, you miss anybody. Yeah. But he's got a – I like his toughness mm-hmm. on the field. Out. I didn't get much out of Lawrence Manning game. I thought he he played an outside defender for us mm-hmm. last year. He he was good back there. Yeah. I wondered if he would be forced to get closer to the middle of the mm-hmm. field for us this year. Have you noticed?
0: Have well, <laughs> well, Not I noticed. Well, I said. won't be able to
1: get to the game tonight. Uh, how's the weather looking tonight? Is it, it looks okay. It's looking okay. Yeah. But good um, luck, you know, because the soccer guys in three A. Well, you want to talk about? figuring out how to see yeah. people. But but that, we'll worry about them after they get through next week.
0: Right? That's right. Yeah, they've got game tonight, and then next week they have games, and then their soccer playoffs start the following week, um, <clears throat> the week of the 8th. And then, you know, finally, we do want to give a sh- quick shout-out to – two more quick shouts. One to the um, – Golf team. Golf team competing in the state tournament this year. A young team kind of in a rebuild. You know, obviously um, lost John Morgan Bates, who who we're still praying for and pulling for with with his fight right now and his battle. Um, You know, lost him preseason. Um, Our number one, Cody Payton, not able to attend due to to illness. And so it really kind of took a young group, a new group out of state and – Kind of what we we're talking about earlier, though, for tennis, good experience for them to to play the course. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they kind of have it at the Hackler Country Course down in Myrtle Beach every year. And 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 while the scores, I think, definitely weren't what they were hoping for, uh, it was, I think, good experience. Even happened, young little Cooper Bennett, our little sixth grader mm-hmm. out there, uh, who he got to play some experience. Mary Catherine Dutcher got healthy; uh, she been hurt and banged up for the year. She came back. You had Tucker Burnett, Connor Hansen, and then uh, Austin McLaurin, Kind of, you know, came in the year thinking he would be our number three or number four. And here at the state meet, he's having to play number right. one. And 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 that can be daunting. I actually talked to his mom the other day, um, Ms. Lee McClarn, who works in the cafeteria here. And I said, you know, that's a tough spot for a kid. Okay. I said, a lot of kids, you know, would kind of be – that that moment could get them too big. Mm-hmm. And, and he really, you know, shot – Pretty close to his average, and 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 kind of kept his composure uh, really well. And, and and she's like, "That's awesome, you know." He just wants to go there playing, and and he was happy with it. But but a lot of times you get thrown to that higher level where you're playing next to a guy that's shooting seventy two, seventy three, mm-hmm. and and that's their normal. Your normal is you know shooting a, a ninety, eighty nine, eighty eight, somewhere in there, and. I thought Austin did a really good job. I was impressed with his ability to, to kind of maintain his status quo in a pretty tough situation. So um, I thought that was really good for him.
1: I saw Connor Connor Hanson um, uh, up at the softball game. He just gotten back. And, you know, I asked him how it went. And he admitted it was a tough situation. But one thing I noticed, and this is important going forward, I don't think it took away any of his excitement about continuing oh, yeah. to be involved in this sport. Because he's a guy I just joined last year. Mm-hmm. And, and so, you know, I think, I think they clearly understood that – losing John Morgan, you said, and, and and Cody unable to play at the state tournament, made it a challenging atmosphere, but they're still excited about being golfers, mm-hmm. and I'm sure we're, as, as every athlete does, now they've got several months, mm-hmm. not half a year, before next year to, to improve, and, and I'm sure we'll see... More progress with that
0: group next year. Uh, I'll say you talked earlier with the soccer team about confidence, and, and that's something that our soccer, our golf guys certainly don't miss out on. Um, you know, I'm, I'm known from yeah, time, time to time to engage as you are in some little bit trash talking with the guys at time to time. And um, so I went out last night. They had their little their banquet out at Beach Creek Golf Course, and mm-hmm. and and certainly their confidence was not affected too much because they were quick to to talk and challenge me to come out this summer and play them and mm-hmm. this and the other. And um, you know, I had to remind them what happened last. Last time they made that challenge to me, they it go a to for them. And so th- their confidence seems to still be the excitement, certainly. And, and look, golf's a – I mean, I play golf whenever I can. I love it. It's a great sport to get involved in as you get older. It's something you can keep doing, which is pretty cool. Uh, but, yeah, so I think, yeah, their confidence the excitement for golf is definitely still there.
1: And let me give you some advice in that regard. I, I remember I took our buddy Matt Miller in here. We were just hanging for whatever reason. He was in the gym. And I walked by. I challenged him to a free throw contest. Mm-hmm. Best four out of seven five. Yeah. I barely got one, yeah. one game, <laughs> and, but but I always tell. I said, "Well, you know, well, I can run fast. You, I can a baseball. Yeah. Well, come on, let's try." And I, here's a, I'm giving you this advice: always tell them, I don't bother proving things I already know you are go.
0: true.
1: <laughs> you don't need to bother proving things.
0: There you go. I like it. I like it. So
1: if I would have never taken on the challenge yeah. with Matt, I could have said, no, I'm better than you. I yeah, know. no but instead, doubt. instead, I disproved that I'm not because I I, I tried to. Oh, yeah.
0: It. That's okay, though. Um, but,
1: but it is fun. I, I think we both enjoy, like you said, engaging with them. Mm-hmm. And I think they admire and respect that yeah. we're willing to embarrass ourselves. Correct. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> in that way. Oh, yeah. It's not embarrassment. Yeah. I mean, if you don't realize you're not going to be able to compete with teenagers yeah, and yeah you yeah. get our age and stuff... Than
0: than you are disillusioned. Yeah. Yes, yes, absolutely. It might
1: be good to be that disillusioned. Um, not only. That's
0: true. Yeah, our, our track team's been. There's a thing on social media of a coaches relay for in track. <laughs> They're like, "What are we doing with the coaches relay?" I'm like, "Look, you can talk to Coach <laughs> Blaine Russell and Coach Shanna and hey. Coach Dylan. I ain't running on a four by one and embarrassing myself out there." Um, so that one I did learn. I said, I'm more the clipboard right now. So, uh, but last shout out real quick, we want to give to our equestrian team. Our hunt seat, uh, equestrian team had their skate championship last Sunday and, um, our team, which was comprised of mostly younger, we have some older ones on there as well. Uh, Coker Cutler, uh, Coker Cutler is our, our senior. She was first place, uh, in Skiza for the varsity, uh, over fences and she was second in the intermediate on the flat. So again, there's two, from my understanding there, there's two different types of, of There's on the flat, which kind of open space. The fences Mm -hmm. are where the horses are jumping. Um, And there's different levels, kind of like we see in sporting clays or some other sports, where there's like varsity, intermediate, beginner, and they kind of put you in the right thing. So um, Josie Jackson also had a big day. She had a first place and a second place finish. Uh, Elizabeth Bush with a fourth and a seventh. Uh, Emmy Leard with a fourth and a fifth. Uh, And then uh, young Jocelyn Barrick. Uh, Carson Jones with a second-place finish in the beginner level and Addie Burleson with a pl- fifth-place finish in the, in the beginning level. Uh, so, so appreciate those teams. And that kind of wraps up their equestrian season for the year uh, with a third-place overall finish at the Skis of Me. And for a young team, um, you know, talking to their coaches, you know, it's kind of those things where they they didn't have as big of a team as they had last year where they were mm-hmm. more successful um, as a team. So they had to take some, some events where they – couldn't get any points, they didn't have someone competing in that event, and still came very, very close to almost taking state runner-up. So right. so great job by those girls and, and those coaches this year.
1: Now, don't we have a young lady on the South Carolina equestrian team this year? I'm not going to dare guess who it is. I thought, sure. you know, in Mr. Hoskins' accolades. accolades
0: yeah, possibly. I, I believe – I'm going to research, research that. Research that last week. I can't answer that, so that would be a good question. Um, and then we got one on cheerleading, right, mm-hmm. isn't – Mallory? Uh, she's on the dance team, Mallory Hobday. Yeah. On the on the dance team, yes, sir. I Thought
1: sir. I saw one. On, yeah,
0: well, I called the no. horse team. And I the thought horse it's team. Probably not the
1: right. <laughs> probably not the right
0: term. Um, no, no, but yeah, no, look that up. Let us know next week. But no, so so congratulations to those teams and, and those coaches as well. And and like you said, at this point, we're we're all doing we're we're hitting this home stretch. Mm-hmm. We've got uh, you know a really busy next couple weeks. Not just athletically, academically, you've got oh, your Lord. AP exam starting up. You've you have got get these award ceremonies award days, in school, and yeah, today day, class is Class day, Challenge Day. Class year. Challenge. So we're on to modify a schedule today just a lot a lot of those uh, type of events that come with the end of the school year which are right. exciting uh, and, and and we look forward to those events but it does add an element of, of chaos at times as well right. uh, and we're getting into playoff season like we said baseball tennis start next week trade track meets next week um, we've got we've got so- soccer softball right in the corner golf already wrapped up so um, definitely looking forward to some exciting baseball it' Please, please follow us on social media. Uh, we are we are looking uh, to we'll, we'll keep posting updates and playoff brackets and and with, for instance, the the boys baseball bracket you know their bracket like we said is a double elimination throughout the week and so depending if we win or lose a game we'll determine when the next game is and we'll post all that information on social media so you can stay in tune on where our next games are
1: any chance you have to play two games on the same day or- i
0: don't believe that is okay. anymore. i think i think that used to you know they, that we talked about right. that used to be the old rule you played a double header or they've gone away from that against the same team you just played a single game um, in one day. So, uh, but yeah, so make sure you follow on social and media. You
1: can't use your Wilson Hall Pass at these state parks. Correct. Yes. Great, so. Vermont.
0: Yeah. They are skis pass only, so you will have to pay admission. We will have gates, of course, and a lot of our stuff. Um, particularly at, at, at softball and, and hopefully at softball we got baseball games we'll have those here on campus um, we'll always have those gates rolling so do you um, yeah.
1: and Coach Rector and others who are collecting money ever have to be very diplomatic in your explanations to the people <laughs> who come show their Wilson all passes? yeah
0: well we, remind, we just remind them hey sorry you know and then, of mm-hmm. course one of those things that um, you know, luckily our families are are used to it. Uh, right. We've played enough playoff games, and you you'll catch a few off guard here and there. It's it's always nice you get some some visiting. I won't name the school, but I text their ad one day. We were playing them in, in a, I think it was baseball this year, maybe, and and man, the parents were hot about us taking a gate, and you know they. They kept like, they were just like kind of berating me. I'm like, look, I'm just the person standing here taking the money. Like, take yeah. this. And so I called their uh, their AD, and we, he and I are good friends, and we were just kind of, you know, busting chops a little bit. But I was like, I mean, it's, you know, he was like, ah, tell them they can go home if they want to. <laughs> he didn't care. He was like, they can pay it or go home, it'll be fine. You know, I thought it was funny. Yeah, but he was yeah.
1: telling you to tell them that. Yeah, oh, of course. Oh, yeah, would he, he wouldn't
0: tell them. Oh, that's yeah. true, too. He's like, ah, they he, don't need to. He brought together, behind yeah. the
1: scenes with, ah, that Ripley. Yeah.
0: You should have <laughs> told him to. It was home. Wilson Hall. He was taking all our money, trying to get us back. But no, it, um, but yeah, so we, we have that time, but yeah, make sure that's a good reminder. No Wilson Hall passes uh, are allowed in those games. So well coach, I know you've got a busy afternoon, you're heading, I'm sure, off to the beach at some point today, or you got no, engagements no, actually, tonight, you said no, I think actually so.
1: I'm taking a standardized test at twelve thirty today. And then uh Crystal
0: Hansen, mm-hmm.
1: her mom and dad are having a big event. They have a home out in Irmo. Okay. And we're headed out there for the weekend. There's nice. some people that my wife worked with okay. out there. So we're, we're looking forward. That's why I can't go. I told Coach Bartlett when he said, can you come out yeah. to senior night? I said – well, I could, but I'd be looking for a new wife yeah. on Saturday, so I better not. No, better
0: not, no, yeah. But no. Well, good. Have, have fun with that this weekend. And, and, again, make sure you're following us with all these playoff brackets coming up. Appreciate everybody who's tuning in and listening. And uh, until next week, hope to see you at some games. Go Barons.